Welcome to the podcast of the European Society of Anesthesiology and Intensive Care. I am your host, Alex Rawlings, the Patient Safety and Simulation Project Manager at SIEC. Today, our one-to-one is with the President of SIEC, Professor Eduardo de Robertis. Eduardo, welcome. Hello, Alex. It's very, very nice to be here with you with this uh, first podcast of our society. Well, thank you for your time. So let me ask you our first question. We'd like to know a little bit about your story. How did you become an anesthesiologist? Well, uh, I think that uh, I've always loved medicine. And uh, already as a young teenager, uh, it was very clear to me uh, the idea to become a physician. Um, then, I mean, I graduated in 92 at University of Naples in Italy. And, uh, but one of the most interesting moments during my studies was where I had the opportunity to be one of the first uh, Erasmus students, because at, at, in those years it was launched the project. And I was, uh, I, I was able to be here in Brussels for two years. So I studied for two years in Brussels, and I really that experience has uh, opened my mind and has uh, highlighted, I mean, the importance of uh, a culture without border. And uh, so it, it was it was great, and I think that that experience has really changed the way I have behaved thereafter. Can you remember where you first wanted to become a doctor? Not really. It was, I mean, in uh, it was a very feeling. I mean, that uh, probably I had since the beginning of my studies. Was there anybody in your family who was? Yes, uh, yes, my my grandfather, my grandfather. Yes, was he a doctor? Uh, doctor, yes. Anesthesiologist. Uh, no, 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 general doctors. And also my father somehow, I mean, was linked to the profession of medicine. But, uh, so it's, it's, it, maybe it's in my family. The, right. <laughs> yes, right. probably. So when did you first know that you wanted to become an anesthesiologist? Uh, I mean, I think that during the, the studies uh, in medicine, uh, I was very much attracted by the profession of the anesthesiologist because of his... Uh, uh, is a specialty uh, that gives an holistic view uh, of the patients. Uh, we deal with, with patients of all ages, um, uh, with different conditions. Uh, so it's really uh, a specialty that opens your mind. And um, it's also very interesting the fact that we deal with patients in, in, in the most delicate and vulnerable moment of their uh, life or their care. Um, I think that anesthesiologists really uh, offer a, a deeply and compassionate care. And um, we, all our efforts are aimed at the patient safety. Uh, in particular, I think that I was also fascinated by the critical medicine and emergency aspects of our profession and also to the fact that uh, it's possible to research uh, in, in a field that really passionate me is uh, applied physiology and uh, 
all the technological innovations that really are uh, deeply uh, in our specialty. I certainly agree that, that uh, anesthesiologists are leaders in, the, in, in the patient safety. It's from my experience, uh, my first work in patient safety was with anesthesiologists and working with simulation. Uh, and anesthesiologists led the way with medical simulation as well uh, in the 1980s. Yeah, I think patient saf- safety is in, in our DNA. And uh, thereafter now, patient safety is, uh, is everywhere and all, all, all specialties deal with patient safety. But at the beginning, I think, um, because I think that that the, the act uh, of uh, to to put asleep somebody uh, is not linked, directly linked with the disease. Or, or, but we just allow the treatment. So really the people does not expect to be armed by anesthesia. By, by, by anesthesia. But I mean, anesthesia, it's, it's really, uh, has a strong impact on, on patients. So really we have, first of all, to offer the the safety to the patients because the patient is completely in our hand during during anesthesia. It's not just the technical act to put asleep because we have to we take the, the body in our hands. I also had the feeling that the anesthesiologist acts like the guardian angel during the operating uh, <laughs> moments because they're they're standing there watching the vital signs, observing. Uh, yeah from a background perspective, everything that's happening. I think that we have to defend the, the, the patients from the aggression of the sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> so Eduardo, what made you want to become a member of SIEC? Well, uh, I think that I, at the beginning, I started in a former ESA uh, in representing the, the National Society, the Italian National Society. But I, I think that, to be honest, I immediately uh, felt very well welcomed by uh, this community. And uh, I really started to enjoy uh, the, the relationship, the exchange of ideas with outstanding uh, colleagues uh, of our discipline. And uh, I was very much attracted by the, uh, the many possibilities offered by the society to improve uh, knowledge, my skills, and also to the possibility to create new networks, uh, contacts, and uh, uh, connections with a lot of people that, uh, for me now, are close friends. So it was really important in the development of my career, uh, the opportunities that these societies has uh, offered me. Uh, I think that today that the society is it's an incredible, lively and friendly, most of all open open community, uh, and really I invite all the European anesthesiologists and intensivists to join us and to to share together the many possibilities and uh, offered. Uh, by the society and also to actively participate to the many uh, activity, research programs, educational programs and scientific aspects. Um, I think that I've been working in the SIC uh, for, for many, many years. I don't remember exactly how many. Um, first of all, I started as member of the uh, Scientific Subcommission on Emergency, 
And uh, then as a member of the guidelines committee, then I had the, the, the honor to chair the guidelines committee and to, to develop in those years one, I mean, several of the most um, accepted and well welcomed uh, guidelines of the society. And I've also had the opportunity to, to sit in the board of, of directors as the uh, EBA president. So I really learned uh, how the society run and how the society works. And I uh, also had the opportunity to create really good connections and uh, among the society. And I uh, coming back to the patient safety, I mean, that you have already mentioned it. Uh, um, it, it was 2009 when I was working in EBA uh, and I had the chance to work on the, the first step of the Helsinki Declaration and I had also the, the honor to sing the Helsinki Declaration for, uh, for my society, for the Italian society. So it's, it's a long story. And, and really, I mean, the patient safe come back in, 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 in my life, in, uh, in a way. And uh, yeah, I think that um, at the end, I mean, I was really, really honored to be elected uh, as uh, president of uh, uh, SAIC. And it's uh, uh, really, uh, I've started my presidency with great energy. Uh, and, and dedication, although it is the, the historical moment, it's uh, something that really, um, I feel very much the responsibility to, 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 to guide the society, to represent society in such a complex uh, moment. But for sure, I mean, uh, myself and the board that uh, it's uh, around me uh, and support me all of us are very very strongly committed to 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 show that the society has a, a very strong community and that can help uh, all the anesthesiologists and intensivists uh, from europe to 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 work daily in a better way and to offer the safest care for our patients. So soon we will be hosting Euroanesthesia in Milan. It will be our first physical and hybrid congress in two years. Could you share any of your feelings about Euroanesthesia with us? Oh, I mean, it's, uh, I'm re really looking forward to, to meet all of you in, in Milano. It, um, I mean, the pandemic is a tragedy uh, that, uh, although under a certain control, is still ranging uh, throughout Europe and the whole world. And I mean, moreover, we are we have been, I mean, astonished and deeply affected by the war uh, in Ukraine and the sufferings of so many people. So really, the the time are not the best, I would say. But uh, uh, and I feel. Uh, some uncertainty. Uh, for most of us, it's very difficult to come back to, a, I would call, a normal life. Or, but uh, the pandemic um, first and the war now uh, is also showing us, I mean, how strong we are. Uh, how strong a community we are. And so I think that really now we, we need to come back for a face-to-face -face meeting and to, to share 
the pleasure of the company. Uh, I think that is the most important aspect of a Congress. We can offer education and scientific uh, aspect virtually, but are not the same. Um, the face-to-face is different. And I mean, I remember that all the Congresses uh, or, or anesthesia, Uh, I remember symposia, I remember nice lectures, but most of all, I remember when we have shared around the table with colleagues some scientific data, some research. So that that physical contact with colleagues that only uh, the presence, I mean, the face-to-face meeting can can offer. So I really, uh, I really invite all the anesthesiologists to of Europe and intensivologists from, from from Europe to come to to Milano and to share together the last research and clinic experience uh, not only in the formality of the sessions but also around uh, a table uh, drinking coffee maybe better wine mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I mean and looking each other in the eyes and to really strengthen our community, our friendship. And uh, so I really hope that many, many uh, of you will be in Milano. I think we all miss contact with, with friends and, and having a yes, sure. social experience. So, I mean, it's, uh, we have learned a lot about in, in using the, 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 the virtual meeting online. And I mean, so uh, there are, i mean, they are very good to address some uh, aspects of our profession and our uh, daily work. And for sure, we will not come back completely to a virtual because it, it's, it's also useful to, to meet for one, one hour without traveling and exchange information. But I think we should come back to um, the big events in present. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, because the... the face-to-face and the humanity you can live uh, together is completely different. So, Edward, do you have a vision for the future? Well, sure, I have, I have a vision. Um, I think that the... Uh, I mean, over the years, uh, we felt the necessity to change the name of the society. And the change of the name is truly a milestone in, in, our, uh, in our history. Uh, I think that uh, the pandemic, I mean, the decision to change the name was before and soon after uh, we were struck by the pandemic. But the pandemic has highlighted, I mean, the, the, the anesthesiological central role in treating critical patients. Uh, It was a confirmation if we need it, <laughs> but uh, we, we, we were already, I mean, we already uh, involved in, in, in critical care patients' uh, care. So, uh, and, and probably the pandemic has only uh, highlighted, put a, I mean, a light on our role uh, that was a little bit probably hidden, not, not well known to the public, mainly not known to the public. Uh, and also we have also shown a lot, a great, great capacity to, to adapt to, to, the, to, to a changing situations. And still now, I mean, we are uh, adapting to, to different 
situation. Uh, let's also see what, what, what in Europe is happening and how the, the healthcare systems are trying to uh, help all the, the, the movement of people that we are now uh, seeing uh, in, in Europe. Um, so I think that my vision is to, to further develop this concept of, uh, of a society, it's an anesthesiological society uh, that is open to intensive care uh, and that really wants to help all the professions involved in, 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 uh, in, in anesthesiological world and people that are more a little bit more linked to intensive care to so we are creating an, an, a common house in, in which we could share our knowledge and skills and, and offer to all, all the members uh, the best and updated um, educational tools and scientific uh, scientific uh, tools. Uh, I think that SAIC is, is very, very uh, strong community, but I would say it's a wonderful community um, of passionate colleagues that are really uh, aimed at the, and they are eager, I mean, to offer the, the best the best quality uh, in anesthesia. Uh, and intensive care and pain and emergency medicine. Uh, I think that when I uh, started to reflect on uh, what I want to, where I want to go and what I want to obtain uh, during the, 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 the two years of presidency, uh, I mean, uh, we have already started to work uh, on a very important aspects that is the uh, reassessment of the scientific subcommissions. Um, there is a task force that is working. We have, I would say, almost reached uh, the the the, the, the new organization. That I hope that we will be presented in in Milano. Um, because what we really want to offer is um, uh, something that is very inclusive. Uh, a platform uh, in which we want to aggregate the best uh, clinicians and researchers in, 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 in our fields. This means anesthesiology, intensive care, pain and emergency medicine. And because that part of the society uh, is for me is that the flywheel for the promotion of not only of the scientific aspects, but also all the educational aspects and I mean, all, all the essence of, of, of a scientific society is, is in that. Um, the research aspects is very important for me. And uh, we are now uh, enlarging the, the CRO, uh, so society that can offer an infrastructure of reference to develop studies. So could help uh, people developing studies and uh, uh, throughout Europe. Um, we had the uh, ESAIC was part or has been head of some research programs that have been also uh, financed by the European community. These are big projects in which many uh, European centers are uh, involved. And I think this is also a very important aspect of, of the society that needs to be uh, developed. Uh, high quality training 
yeah, I mean, our society has always offered very, very nice uh, uh, high-quality training, uh, education. These are aspects that really are important on, on which, I mean, the, 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 the uh, staff they had and is working very, very uh, hard to offer uh, always something more. We, we already start from uh, a huge and wonderful uh, educational tools, and but really we want to to do more. As for instance, for the scientific programs, uh, it is working on, on the scientific aspects in, in a wonderful way, and really the the, the, the congress we we your anesthesia is the the the. The moment in which all this work is shown, and and I think really the scientific aspects of the congress are are, are incredible uh, in terms of uh, update and, uh, and quality of speakers and, and so on. The examination is also something very important, and we have uh, over the last year, although the the, the 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 pandemic, I mean, we have seen. An increase in applications for our exams, and and basically is doing his best to 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 implement also the the the, the way we want to offer the 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 examination uh, facilities. Uh, coming back, patient safety. Okay, it's 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 a pillar of our society, and really we are doing a lot. And in Milano, we will have also the forum of patient safety that will be held uh, with with our colleagues from uh, overseas. So I think it's it's very important uh, aspect that will be uh, present in Milano. Is there anyone that has inspired you on your journey? And could you share a story about that with us? Uh, well, I mean, I mean that I think that every day I am inspired by my family, by my beloved wife and my two wonderful daughters. Uh, if I have to reflect on what inspired and influenced me most in my profession and in my commitment uh, in the society, I would probably say the patients, because the patients are those who rely on our care and uh, that entrust their lives uh, in our hands. So I think that as doctor, I have the, uh, the duty to, to be updated. Uh, I have the duty to, 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 to be one of the best. Um, when I started medicine, I remember our dean at that moment that said, you are uh, condemned to to study for all your life, and I think it's true. I mean, we we never we we cannot stop studying. We cannot stop to be updated, and so this is what drive, I mean drives me in, in in my everyday work in clinic in clinical work in my research because the research is behind any update and it's also the something that spurred me in working in 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 in, in the society because the society can offer the the tools uh, to be updated so i really uh, think that uh, uh, the inspiration of my profession uh, and it is also the vision and the aim 
of the European Society of Anesthesiology Intensive Care. Eduardo, thank you very much for your time and your heartfelt answers. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. The SIEC releases monthly podcasts on the SIEC website and various streaming platforms. We hope you will join us for the next one.